Well, that was bad timing. Yeah, why is that? Because it's like right as you pick up the phone, as you pick up the uh, the other line to join the podcast, it's like fucking. I'm blowing my nose. So, oh <laughs> uh, shit. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I swear this is not a coronavirus cough. This is a cannabis cough. Um, so, back to the original topic at hand. We were talking about. Um, let's start off with with with, with, with what, you, what you were interested in talking about earlier, which was that whole coronavirus situation. What's up with that? What what, what do you have to say about that? Well, since I've been in quarantine. I've just been watching the the news on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much what I've seen on there that cost that that uh, caught my interest was the out the outbreak. Uh, all this stuff about how the Chinese Communist Party seems to have with information about the outbreak. And so a lot of people are blaming the Chinese Communist Party for uh, allowing the outbreak to get so bad. Uh, At first, they ignored it. And then when it got bad enough, they started, like, punishing people. And uh, they want to, like, take over the world, basically. And what I found was interesting is that they're telling their citizens that the United States caused the virus and so is Iran. And I don't really know if that's true or not because Nate said something about like, oh, well, it's a patented virus and it was uh, funded by Bill Gates. Uh, So that would mean that it did come from America or was at least funded by America and maybe just kept in China and then broke out of this little vial or whatever in in Wuhan, in that place where all the that has to do with viruses and stuff that's right next to Wuhan. Because you know the Chinese people were saying like, no, the virus came from America. It wouldn't show up in just Wuhan. You know, it would show up all over the place, which is debatable because if you wanted to like let the virus loose all it would take is one person to fly to Wuhan and then you know like one of those little glass stink bombs you know you just I don't know you just wipe a doorknob with the virus you know and then just leave and then that would be the case So it's really hard to tell right now what's going on because you have so much 
in this country and in other countries of misinformation, propaganda, and then them also accusing other countries of feeding their country's misinformation and propaganda. So now it's like, is that misinformation and propaganda, or is are they just saying that? It's very confusing. I've heard a lot of people say, or I've heard... I've heard that uh, the reported number of cases in Wuhan, they say there's no more cases and they had this many cases. But then I've heard that the citizens in Wuhan are saying, no, the uh, there's a lot more bodies and uh, they're lying, basically. They're covering it up. It's hard to know who to believe right now. That's all I got. Still there? Are you there, man? Yeah, you're back. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, hold on. Do me a kindness, bro. Add me, um, like, add me as a favorite on Anchor. And that way I could, um, it'll be easier to send you an invite. And then you don't have to do all this extra shit by text message. But, um, just do it later. But, no, that first thing that you said was how that this virus could be something developed by the United States. And it's funny that you mentioned Bill Gates. No, was it Bill Gates? Because, because Bill Gates has been on this trip about like, oh, we need to depopulize Earth. <laughs> You know, have you heard that? Have you heard those speeches? No. Yeah. Huh? No, I haven't heard that. Yeah, no, and 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 so I've heard. I've saw. I didn't. I didn't personally view them, but I saw the videos of how he was like on stage talking about, you know, super viruses and how Earth will get too populated and maybe depopulation by a virus isn't such a bad thing. And I'm like, this dude is an evil mastermind. Yeah. Like, this is Satan. Well, I mean, you look at the effect of all the stay-at-home orders and the, you know, the, the self-quarantining, everybody, all the cars are off the roads, all the factories are shut down. And I mean, like, overnight, dude, like, it not rained like this in Fremont in in like a decade. I've not seen weather like this. It's like in the snap of a finger, dude. As soon as he took all those cars off the road, like the weather just like came back, and it's like back to normal. Like it doesn't 
seem like there's a problem anymore. Up until there was really a problem. I was like, no, it's not gonna like yeah. So I didn't know that. I was climate for night. It's crazy. No, I agree with you there. I mean, people really underestimate the power of the Earth to take back its own natural habitat. I mean, just imagine taking 2,000 cars, like, you know, 100,000 to a million cars off the road, boom, just like that. Oh, my God, there's a virus going on. You're all contained. Quarantine. Can't go nowhere. All of a sudden, you cut the amount of vehicles by half. Yeah, the, the, the Earth should go back to having a normal weather pattern for at least a couple of weeks. But, you know, like, nobody has to die, you know? Like, let's say we just order a stay-at-home stay order, uh, but not because of some virus that's killing everyone, but because of the real problem, farming, which will kill people. <coughs> you know, say that global warming is as much of an emergency as this, but I'm missing it, Bill. The way that we are. <laughs> I think reaction to global warming, but I don't think you need a, a virus to initiate that. You know, just just say this is because of global warming. We need to do this. And it's extreme, and we're just going to have to adjust to the way of living for the sake of the planet. And it's going to have a huge impact on everybody, but it's necessary. Like, the virus, because global warming is already a, uh, an emergency situation, you know? I mean... I agree that global warming is an emergency situation, but at the same time, I mean we have a we have a we have a solution for that. It's called stop burning fossil fuels, um, and that's that. I mean, you know, we can make solar panels, we can do a whole bunch of other things as opposed to just digging some oil out of the ground. Riding your bike. Well, not everybody can ride a bike. A lot of people can, though. And those who can, bus for the disabled people. You know? Yeah. Or train for long. Yeah. In house. Uh, I'm talking to the dog. Yeah, the coronavirus. Uh, I've been really looking at uh, due to strengthen my immune system. Mm -hmm. Having heard that people, uh, it, it can weaken the immune system, make you susceptible to other 
more deadly viruses, mm-hmm. if you have if you're asymptomatic, it sounds like it's still chipping away at your immune system. Uh, it's a disease that before this epidemic, you know, last year, nobody in the history of mankind had ever contracted this virus. So, to uh, to, uh, to my that's what I heard. It, that's what it sounds like. Uh, this is definitely new to us right now. Nobody had it. You know? Maybe they did like back in the day, you know, but mm-hmm. it just, you know, it's like. So I've been. Uh, you know, I've heard like. You know, like there's still the staying healthy, exercise, multivitamins and stuff, but like garlic, it doesn't, uh, and jalapenos and, and stuff like that. Uh, nutmeg, I've been, I've heard has, uh, helps your immune system. So, eating nutmeg is probably the one for me. I'll just uh, like do that. And So I find it as kind of just like a nice relax. You know, I ate like a maybe like edible pear. Kind of like it's kind of like weed a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. not too much. Uh, yeah. So and and that's really cheap too. I like it because it's a lot cheaper than weed. Mm-hmm. Buy a whole bag of them for like. Four or five bucks. Chew one up every day. It's not, it doesn't really, it doesn't, you can chew it up and it's got kind of a a sharp flavor. Uh, But you can get it, you know, you, it might take like a little swig of water to kind of down. Uh, But it's not that bad and it feels nice and it's good for you, supposedly. So, but if you do too much of it, some people don't really like uh, the uh, the effect that it has on the brain. You know, like how people don't like 
eating edibles because it's just like I, just, uh, I don't or whatever. It's just one of those things you might might want to start small, you know, maybe just like half a clove or something. But I mean, why have a little fun while you're just sitting at home? Yeah, you know. I agree. I agree. That's kind of the reason why I'm getting getting into this podcasting, you know, like more or less as much as possible. Um, yeah, no, but uh, back to the back to the to the uh, release of the coronavirus that you were talking about. Yeah, um, dude, I was thinking when you said. Uh, what was it that you said? You said, give me a second, let me go back. Let me rewind in my head. Um, that, well, like, okay, here's the thing. How can you blame the United States when you're, okay, that's right. You said, yeah, yeah okay, no, I, I, remember, I remember, okay, now it is, okay. So basically what you were saying was that the U.S. possibly could have created this virus. And I'm I'm playing the devil's advocate here with you because I'm saying that, yeah, there there is a guy who owns a multi-billion dollar company in the U.S. who wants to kill off part of the human population because he thinks that there's too many people on Earth. Bill Gates. And then... Bill Gates, right. And then he is in, he's basically selling, oh, shit. Bill Gates is selling his his software to China so China can recreate Windows software. Uh But Bill Gates doesn't want a bunch of people using it, so he's trying to kill off a, okay. So here's, but did you hear this other thing that apparently it's supposed to be 5G? 5G? Yeah. What's that? You know, like, you know how you have 4G on your phone, the data to, the data cell towers and shit? Yeah. You know, 5G, it's the next biggest thing and faster cell service and all that stuff. But they're saying that the 5G cell towers is what's causing the coronavirus. That it's making people sicker. Because it's inputting some kind of radio frequency that destroys the DNA. Really? Yeah. How does that work? I have no idea. But I think that, I mean, from what I understand anyway, and I'm going to pull up an article, but this is just my own personal understanding, is that, hold on, let's see. Thank you. 
Let's see here. I'm only trying to find evidence that supports my claim. Well, while you're doing that, um, mm-hmm. there's the other that I that I uh, I've been watching a lot of China in Focus, mm-hmm. which is a show that they put on YouTube, mm-hmm. and according to that show, there been like millions of cell phone accounts in China that have been deactivated and are never active. And on that show they explained a little bit about how that kind of match the amount of dead people? No. Four people. Four people. A lot of people are wondering if that's a more accurate of the number of dead. Maybe it could be. Uh, uh, with the whole change in how doing things, you know, it could be that a lot of people can't pay their, you know, right now somehow aren't using their phone. Yes, Chinese people use their phone. I think anyone with their phone use their phone a lot. They go like fucking like. You can just be on your phone all day. Doing what you think. It's never happened in human history ever. We actually have handheld computers. We're just walking around with them. I'm in park, dude, and just put hell in fucking just just like completely this handheld computer it doesn't run out of fucking storage space after I take like pictures and then I have to fucking buy an upgrade I'm fucking tired of that shit dude fucking tired that reality those drag racers, they the fucking truck, they fucking mm-hmm. them up, dude. And then they just scream, drag, going hella fast. That's what I'm like, 
You're breaking up partially. What are you saying? Yeah. Whoa. But dude, I don't know. I you know, okay, so I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast all the time. And I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and I don't know that if it was Joe Rogan or Nate or you that said that how awesome would it be to like have this life where you're augmented with technology. Because here you go talking about the augmentation of technology again. Where you're augmented with technology. And you have this ability to like live a life that's more fulfilling than just living one life. You can live the life as a mechanic. You can live the life as a NASCAR racer. You can live the life of a NASA astronaut. You could live the life of a soldier. You could live the life as a stock market banker, whatever. You can live all the lives that you want to live through cybernetic augmentation. And I think that this is just the beginning. Yes, dude. We will merge with computer technology and incredible things will happen. I mean, like, is it merge with technology? Computer technology and us. Artificial intelligence. Imagine if we could incorporate into ourselves. We could learn. We've already made. We can make robots that learn faster than we do (coughs) at an accelerating rate. The more they learn, the faster they learn. If we, That's crazy. if we could teach train ourselves to do that mm-hmm. a technology that does that even now somehow like do that dude that's what Elon Musk is trying to do man He's trying to augment the human brain to receive wider broadband frequencies. You know, so like, you know what I got a problem with, bro? What? We work to get by, pay our tax. Of the elite, and they don't even fund the tax account. They don't money into the tax funds, but they take money out. Okay, explain that to me. I don't understand. The elite mm-hmm. don't pay taxes. Which is how they get so rich. And they end up money out. Well, I mean, not all the elite don't pay taxes. 
Now I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and I'm probably gonna get reprimanded by, because uh, I, I live in a house, I'm not alone, so um, I'm probably gonna get reprimanded for what I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say it anyway, because it's the truth. There are certain entities in America and outside of America as well that do not and are not held to this tax standard and and entities and i'm not talking about government entities either i'm talking about private entities that are not held by the tax standard take advantage of that and they and 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 at the same time they get they convince people to not only give in to their entity but they they, they sucker people and they lie to people and they don't give anything really back. Now, some of them, some of these entities, they do. Some of these entities do the best that they can to help the community. These other entities don't give a shit. Yeah. For example, companies like Boeing, they build weapons for our government. Money. them money that comes the account is funded by tax. Well, I don't think those accounts are, I don't think all those accounts are funded by taxpayer funds. And Boeing doesn't pay any taxes. Dude, Boeing pay, have you checked it? Have you checked that? No, I haven't. I think that that should we should hold on. Let me fact check that. Oh yeah, they. Oh Jesus. Well, they do pay taxes, but it's not much. But they do pay taxes. Yeah, I heard a story a while ago about these tor- these cor- corporate titans. They have so much money, and they have these huge, huge shifts. They take members of our. Congress are I'm getting ready to smoke a cigarette by the way. Hold on. I keep talking. I'm listening. <coughs> Men and women being taken out on extravagant cruise ships. These over the top vacations. Got these corporate they're telling our congressmen and women, hey, government, with that, what kind of... It's okay. These corporate titans are like, oh, okay, well, how about when you're done with the government, 
will give you a retirement that is over the top. Like it proves like this vacation that is beyond imaginable. He will you know what's really shitty, man? You know what's really shitty? That there are a lot of people that work their whole fucking lives, and at the end of it, like, they think that enjoyment of retirement is sitting on a fucking cruise ship, renting a cabin on a cruise ship, traveling around the world till they fucking die. And I'm just like, really? That's your that's your plan. You're gonna travel on a cruise ship until you fucking die. Yeah. That sounds pretty goddamn sad. And I'm not making any judgment on people's plans or what they what they feel like, you know, what they feel like happiness is or freedom is. But personally I feel like that's just a sad fucking way to go out. Like, it, there's just no fire at all. It could easily be. You could be the only damn person on that goddamn ship. You know what I mean? Besides the waiters, the crew, the piano player. What are you doing on that cruise ship, man? No, not a damn thing. Nothing productive, that's for sure. What are you doing productive on a cruise ship? I don't know what the fuck. Unless you're really into cruise ships, maybe and, cruise ship, and you're taking. And the only people I know who have in cruise ships like that have Aspergers, and they make YouTube videos. No offense, to the people with Aspergers who make YouTube videos about cruise ships. But my point is this, man. I forgot. Shit, I'm so stoned. <laughs> but you know, it, it's crazy out here, man. It's crazy. My friend hit me up the other day. He made me telling you about Brandis. I invited him to do the podcast. We were supposed to do one earlier today. But shit got away from me. I ate, fell asleep, nigga-itis. You know the deal. And (laughs) nevertheless. (laughs) Dude, I had two pulled pork sandwiches, bro. I was like, oh, yeah, that was some good shit. Smoke cigarette. Dude, I got got so goddamn lazy. I couldn't even get out here and smoke a cigarette. I was 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 supposed to sleep. (laughs) So, um, but no, he hit me up the other day and he's like, you know, I work for Allied Universal. I've been working for them for a month. And he's like, dude, I want to move to Canada. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea, but shit. It's like, they got 12, they got 12 different locations in Canada, 12 different headquarters. And I'm like, okay, I'll think about it. Canada is not a bad way to go. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Dude, not at all, man. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a, I think it's a great option. I, I I was thinking about just leaving California and going straight to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. 
I think they've got legalized pot there. I'm not sure, but I know that they have it in Kansas. <clears throat> I'm going to pause from this for a moment because, when you, you know, give me, give me a minute and 30 seconds. All right, man. Just talk, just talk about whatever. Yeah, watch the young about, I guess, Boeing bailed out during this relief package by the, the, the U.S. government. And, like, they gave them money, but they didn't need money. The thing about the Young Turks, as much as I admire Gordon, they're very, uh, they do report, kind of, but they also do, uh, uh, space content. They're very, you know, everybody, you know, shares their opinions, and it's nice, you know. But personally, I prefer to be presented with information and then presented with some kind of footage or something to to confirm the information I'm being provided with. I want the proof. You know? I agree. I'm less... I agree. Go ahead. No, I'm saying I agree with you on that. You know, I would rather have proof than just go on blind, you know, bullshit. Like, yeah. I'm gonna... Like, when they talked about gravitational waves... And I was like, oh, well, I don't, I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I want to, I want to believe it because you have evidence that shows, well, here's what happened. They said, they said, well, we have these locations here that have these detectors. And when we turned them on, we saw two neutron stars collide. And when they collided, they made a sound and rippled through the rip through, and rippled through space time and we were able to capture those ripples, and we were able to isolate everything else around us to find these specific ripples. I said, okay, I can believe that. I can go with that because here's the machine, here's the mathematics, and here's the imagery to show that, and here is the sound that goes along with what you guys found. I can accept that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there are a lot of brilliant-minded people among us who have a lot of uh, really, they're fascinated by things like this. And I think, you know, if they weren't so busy working for the man, 
you know, we could have a lot more people uh, doing more what they're made to do, you know, fulfilling their potential, their brilliant, putting their brilliant minds to work. You know, they have the will and the ability to figure a lot of impressive things out. And we need more people thinking about that, you know? I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> like wholeheartedly, I, th- I think, I think that if we can, if we can achieve a level of augmentation that allows um, us to get to a place of, as Elon Musk would say, a higher broadband with. Uh, with with like with the, with the human mind, so the ability to, to 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 take in more information and faster, and then not only to take it in, but then to to implement it into life. You know what I'm saying? So I have the information of how to make money in the stock market. Let me take this information and make money in the stock market. I have this information on how to build a spaceship, let me take this information and that I have in the stock market and the information to build a spaceship and build a fucking starship and go travel the fucking space. You know? Uh-huh. Whatever. I mean, that's a little far-fetched, but nevertheless, that's not really far-fetched. Why? Because you have augmentation that allows you to collect all this information and then have not just have access to it, but to apply it in your life. I just can't wait for them to build that machine in the matrix where they just plug that shit into your head. And after like 15 or 20 minutes, you fucking, you, you sit up and you're like, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> or, something, or something. Oh my God, bro. I that's dude. Come along. That's, but we're 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 almost there now. Like when when astronauts go into space, they use simulators. They plug they strap on a helmet, they plug themselves up, and they practice what to do in case they get, you know, launched off the launched off into fucking orbit, you know? Uh but they don't have fucking a device that you plug into your head and it teaches you information. As if you were plugged into a computer and your brain was also a computer. You just plug in and just download the information into your brain. You know how much time that would save? You're sitting at school. You're studying. You're looking at the flashcards. You're taking the tests. When you could just download the information and then it would just be there I don't disagree with you what I'm saying though is like imagine the applications man like school is barely just one like you don't even need you won't even need school anymore you know what I'm saying? Like, 
they could just be like, all right, little Tommy, go outside and play. And then all of a sudden, you know, little Tommy's outside playing and building all this crazy shit. Down the survival skills first. Dude, I'm down with that's a brilliant idea. Man. Woo. And then the same device would it would have a reverse function that would upload information that you've gathered throughout your life. Every once in a while you plug into the machine and you upload the in, the knowledge that you've gained and it adds to the database. And then you can always just like plug into the database and download everything that is new, all the new content. And then we just keep plugging into this database over and over and over again all the fucking time. And we and that that would low I'm thinking about that and that would really low like crime rates would go down like a motherfucker bro if like if you had to plug in to upload to to like so everybody can get an an update like a global update of just like experience you know what I'm saying if you could so yeah then then people wouldn't commit crimes because there would they'd be like okay well shit then they know who's updating uploading what uh-huh. you see what I'm saying so like if you want to have the experience of being a police officer say if, say they have a yearly global update right you want to have the experience of being a police officer doing the yearly global update you just you you take all the police departments in the world and they just jack yourself into that and have the experience of 365 days of being a fucking police officer. We would be superhumans because we would have not just our experience of life, but exactly. everybody's all at the same exactly. time. And we would all have each other's experience, life and death. If somebody experienced death, while plugged into this machine, then we would be able to download that experience. Dude, that holy, oh, fuck, oh, holy shit, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, oh, shit. Shit, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, oh, shit. Dude, oh, shit. oh my god. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit. <laughs> well, hey, what about this? What if you want to experience what being born was like again? Imagine having someone who's giving birth being jacked into the system. You could then experience the birth because the umbilical cord is connected to the mother who's jacked into the system. Oh, yeah, that's true. Damn. Dude, like, I don't, man, I don't believe that artificial intelligence and technology is the destruction of the human race. 
I think it's the evolution of the human race, man. And I think it's going to save us if we allow it to. If we try to, if we try to control it, and we try to control it through the means of fear, it will destroy us. Easily. Dude, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't scare something that's not afraid. We have to teach it fear. No, you don't teach it fear. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't understand fear. It it understands survival. I'm sure that it understands love, compassion, and kindness, but fear, it does not understand. It would need like a like a brain to have like that chemical that chemical reaction. Are you sure that it's a chemical reaction? Our brain but i'm saying that the but the construct of morality as a whole are you sure that morality can't be mathematically quantified and plugged into a computer i'm not sure of that can it i think it can be remember this is why this is why I brag on Nate so much because I'm just like dude you have the capacity to figure out and compute love and then put that into a program he could do it Nate would be the one to do it yeah you think I'm crazy that's why you yeah Uh (laughs) I'm getting ready to take another dab so you know, dude, this is it. This is it. This is the start, dude. We've gone on for 50 minutes, bro. Let's keep it going. Dude, for sure. Let's do this. Let's keep it going, man. I'm, I'm getting hyped up. I'm getting hyped up and get excited. For sure, dude. All right, all right hold on a second. COVID-19 in the Bay Area. Latest numbers. As of Sunday at 6.30 p.m., officials have confirmed the following number of cases in the greater Bay Area region. Mm-hmm. Alameda County, including Berkeley, 270 cases and 7 deaths. Contra Costa County, 175. Don't say it like that. You're going to... not funny. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll just... 70 cases and seven deaths. <laughs> you asshole. Hey, that's how they say it on the news. Oh my God, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though, dude. Fuck. San Francisco County, 340 cases and five deaths. All right. Oh, shit. There's hella deaths. Okay, that's statewide. Hella in Santa Santa Clara County, 
which is within biking distance of where I am right now, Santa Clara County. I'll ride my bike there right now. Quite a few cases in California. 5,827 cases, 124 deaths. And the peak of deaths is not expected for like two weeks. The peak. There's the attack. The sustain. The release. And the... uh, The other thing. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Northern California man has coronavirus. At first, friends thought his symptoms were fake. Rancho Cordova, California. Three weeks ago, Justin Wilhite, a husband and father of three, somehow contracted the coronavirus. All right. Now it's good. Now it should work perfectly and we shouldn't have any more problems. Right? Right. Right. And we're back. (laughs) And just because we're back, I think I'm going to go ahead and take another dab. Why the hell not? It's 1020. It's 20 somewhere at 4. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's ten twenty minus six off and somewhere. I wish there was a time to eat nutmeg. There is a time to eat nutmeg. It's in the morning. Anyway. As I was saying, the God, Uh, that's funny. Did you hear about the dude who spat on the Amazon package? Did you hear about that? No. Tell us about that. He caught some dude spitting on an Amazon package that he delivered to someone's doorstep spat on his hand and just rubbed it on the package. Right in front of the doorbell cam. <coughs> Did he get arrested for it? Or are they doing any kind of investigation? According to Daily Dot, he he has been caught. You can watch the video. And... And this is 
during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, it <coughs> not look like he's been identified. Some lady did get arrested for coughing all over $35,000 worth of produce at a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. It says what? This woman was charged with making a terrorist threat after coughing on a grocery store on grocery store produce. Jesus, this, this, this what the fuck? Are you serious? Did she do it on purpose? Yeah. A Pennsylvania was charged with making terrorist threats after claiming she had the coronavirus and then coughing on produce in a local supermarket. On Wednesday, Hanover Police released a statement on Facebook detailing incident which occurred in the Gurity supermarket and identified the woman as Margaret Kirko. Police were called to the business after Kirko entered the store making verbal threats that she was sick while intentionally coughing and spitting saliva slash bile on produce slash meat slash merchandise. The statement reads, Kirko continued this behavior in several aisles before attempting to steal a 12-pack of beer as she was being ordered to leave the store by employees. Jesus. Crack here. <laughs> she can't go to jail. They just released everybody out of jail. <laughs> Dude, I saw this one video of this bitch getting out of jail, right? And you know what? Though? I'm not going to lie. She was kind of cute. But she got out of jail, right? She had on this white tank top. She had some fat titties. And all she had was a bag and some shorts on. And she was running down that I, I don't know if it was a staircase or a ramp or whatever it was, but the guard let her out and shoot and you could them titties was bouncing back and forth and she was gone that night it, it, it was white bitch too she was out she was out she's gone <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> I gotta send you the video of that and that is some funny shit. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, because it's coronavirus, man. Everybody, they, they don't want the prison. They don't want the prisoners to get coronavirus. Now, all of a sudden, they they care about the humanity. Please, these people are gonna get out of prison, get a gun, and start killing everybody. <laughs> it's the fucking purge, bro. <laughs> what? Oh, 
what? Bro. <laughs> I'm just laughing about what you just said. Hopefully it doesn't cut off. I'm going to try and see if I could find that video. All right. <laughs> the releasing of inmates. How's Tom Hanks doing? I don't know. I haven't. I, honestly, I haven't checked. Yeah. I'm sure he's doing all right, though. For now. I know he'll be doing great. He's Tom fucking Tom the fuck ass Hanks. It's Tom freaking Hanks, man. It's Tom freaking Hanks. Thomas. All right, you there? Hello? Yo. 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 I just took that badass nap, and I got the munchies. I'm going to eat these Oreos. But I'm still going to do this podcast. It's not going to stop me from doing this podcast. I'm still going to eat Oreos. For sure. Yeah, dude. Slams your page. Raging headache today, dude. I sure did. I drank some green tea though. Fuck, my head hurt hella bad. But I ate. So yeah.
Now Boeing. Boeing. I don't really have much to say about Boeing. Well, here's my thing. I think that if they want to save their company and get their planes back in the sky again, they need to bite the bullet and spend that money um, and start training these pilots on what to do with that MCAS system or get rid of that shit completely. You know what I'm saying? And just let the pilots, you know, do what they're trained to do. Fucking pilot a plane. Yeah, it seemed like uh, they really kind of messed up on that. It's strange how how people end up with blood on their hands. Gotta watch out for that. I mean, I mean, you know, there's no excuse for what happened. Honestly, there is no excuse for telling people, oh, well, these are the, you know, for not telling people whose job it is to safely get the, to get the aircraft from place to place. These are the new flight dynamics of the aircraft. Um, here's a computer system that we put in there to, to, to compensate for that. That's all you either had. To, that's what that's what you had to say, and that's what you had to train people on. It would have taken all of maybe three weeks for people to get it, less than three weeks, maybe three days, if that. Yeah. And you know, and during the training, you probably would have figured out that there was a problem with the sensor, and you could have figured it out and and fixed it. But instead, that you know, you wanted to cut corners. Now. If you want to, tr- if you want people to trust you again, you need. You've got to pay the cost. Pretty much, you've got to pay the cost. There's got to be something in place that ensures kind of regulation. You know, you you got to keep people in check and make sure that whether it's a business or the government that people are being held accountable but not only that that people's safety is insured it's not just holding them accountable when they fuck up but making sure that they don't fuck up to begin with I I'm with you I agree and I think the biggest issue that we have here right now is, you know, this all this money, 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 money. We need to we need to secure finances for this and secure finances for that. And nobody's thinking about, well, how are we going to secure finances if we can't even secure the fucking client's survival? Yeah. You know? Yeah, let's cut corners on something that we know has so many working parts that could fail at any given moment because that has a history of happening, not regularly, but still has a history nonetheless of happening. Well, people have their ways of making money. Uh, And they have people who... Sometimes 
the ways that they make more money are to allow people to die. And that's been around for a very long time. Very long time. Back in the day, for example, uh, was it Ford? Yeah. They they built these trucks, these pickup trucks that had gas tanks on the outside of the frame. And somehow somebody determined that even though it was guaranteed that lives were going to be lost because of that design flaw that it was cheaper and more lucrative more profitable to allow those people to die because of that design flaw and to pay their families in the lawsuits to pay <laughs> legal trouble of 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 causing those people to die uh then it would be to to pull the truck to, to truck off the market and replace it with a safer design and they did that and people died and uh their families sued the company and they got compensation and but that's what I'm saying why have to go through all the extra shit why have to go through all the extra bullshit of the court proceedings paying the families pulling the truck off the market blah blah blah, blah. why 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 what's the fucking point no they didn't pull the truck off the market because that would they wouldn't have made as much money they could have pulled the truck off the market and saved those people's lives by not selling them a more dangerous truck. But they determined that if they sold them the dangerous truck and they died, and then they they paid for the court proceedings and the lawsuit and compensation, the, the restitution, it would be cheaper and they would make more money. They They consciously made the decision to allow their their shitty truck to kill people because they would make more money and if they didn't sell them the shitty truck they wouldn't make as much money they chose to kill people so they could make more money and that's just that's that's there are there's a lot of examples of banks and corporations doing that uh just totally fucking people over and i know i sound like a kiss ass for elon musk but i want to bring this up um you know the the tesla car right i think it's the model x that's the suv right um well anyway do you remember or did you ever hear that story about the guy in Northern California who was coming home from work or going to work or whatever, and he was driving on autopilot, 
and it wasn't it wasn't as it wasn't where it was now you know to where you could drive and you know you don't really have it's where the car is pretty much driving for you but it was in the first stages of it and he had the SUV mm-hmm. and something happened but whatever happened he hit a guard he hit a divide in the in the roadway and the car caught fire and it burnt up and all that shit what i will say in in respect to to Elon Musk as to, as opposed to the story you were just discussing with the other car companies and letting this car sit out and make money and letting people die as opposed to you know doing something better what Elon Musk did was he stopped the the program upgrades for the car until he could perfect some of these methods now are they perfect no but you haven't heard of anyone dying yet from one of these cars on autopilot. Not recently since that last one that happened with the guy on the freeway who was asleep on the road at the same time in Northern California. That shows that there are people who do learn. Oh, I... I don't doubt it. But that's my only, that was my only thing I was trying to say. That was, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that guy sent his roadster to Mars. Like, what the fuck would we do? Without Elon fucking Musk sending his fucking car to another planet. <laughs> hey, you know what? The American government did it before anybody else. So that we're just doing it again. Yeah. I think it's kind of sad that we uh, dialed back our space exploration. We got oh man, I about that all the time. Yeah. You know, that's like that's like that's that's a historical moment. That's a miles that's like a that's a huge step for for human beings. And like the only reason we did that is cuz we were in some kind of arms race with Russia. We just had them, you know. Which is mm-hmm. fine, you know, but like after after all the war the warfare and the you know we just stopped you know it's kind of a shame you know? <laughs> we I, well there's yeah. I mean there's no money in peace bro well there could be there could there could easily be money in peace you can't private they they, they you don't you, you know nobody wants to privatize peace I'm I'm just standing here trying to make trying to privatize. Hmm? You want to privatize, make like a privately owned. Private. Privatize world peace. Private, you know. 
make world well, peace problems for companies. What exactly is world peace? How would you define that? I would define world peace as everybody working together for a common goal and, uh, you know, sharing resources and information. Does that mean that, like, I guess, how would you define the opposite of world peace? What would be like the negative imprint, the the polar opposite? What would be as its opposite? Um, the war machine we have going on now. How's that? That's um That's pretty heavy. I suppose. I guess there is a war machine, man. I and know. Like, that's all they want to do is kill and just destroy everything. They want money, dude. They want to produce products and sell them for profit. Our tax money goes into the hands of the corporations that build missiles and tanks and weapon systems that they then sell to our government. And that seems to be the machine. But the government doesn't buy any. The government is fear, man. The government is just a hand of fear now at this point. What happened? There was something that happened, and it wasn't 9 11. Because 9 11 happened twice. What do you mean? As a matter of fact, 9 11 happened before 9 11. That crazy, was it Ted Bundy? What the hell his name was? That blew up the Oklahoma City bombing? Mm -hmm. Down half a building? Terrorist attacks? This was an American dude. All American white man, mad at the American government. (laughs) So, you know, I don't give, I'm, I'm, you know, Fuck the government and this terrorist shit. There are no terrorists. There there are no terrorists. Okay? Terrorists don't exist. It's people who are terrorized who are tired of being terrorized. Couldn't agree with you more, my man. 
And I'm not saying that I condone the acts of terrorism, but at the same time, you know, when you're stuck in a position and someone tells you it's constantly, you're constantly going to be in a fucked up situation, you're not going to get out of it, so you might as well just deal with, just might as well just stick to it. You know, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to do some crazy fucking shit. You're going to do some, you're going to terrorize some motherfucking people. Yeah. It... There are so many, there are a lot. Hello? Yeah. Still there? Get yeah. There. What'd you say? Yeah, I said there's you got you got people buying hotel rooms and filling them up with weapons and just on people at the concert. It's a mental health crisis. Uh and It's not good. We got, we got, we got a country that is supposed to be majority rules. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't seem like that's the case right now. It doesn't seem like a majority of us do rule. I say we should really be pursuing that that mentality and dispersing, <coughs> you know, spreading the responsibility of the country out more among the, the civilians, among the population. <coughs> People need to have more decision-making power when it comes to America. America is truly a great, it's an amazing country, but people need more of a say. There's a lot of decisions that are made by the elite, by corporate titans. They are making the laws and they are changing to work in their favor. And don't think that if the majority had a say, I don't think that the majority would truly be in favor because the people are causing things like global warming. They're causing things like they're sending their trash to and burning it. And then there's the tap water in Michigan is flammable. Shit like that. You know? We we have technology. We 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 got I'm, you know, we we got to figure out how to 
responsibility for what our government does. I agree. I mean, I want to respond to that to that statement on mental health crisis. I think one of the biggest problems we have with mental health crisis is making people feel comfortable about talking about how they feel mentally. Yeah. And like, I think the biggest <laughs> issue, the government itself doesn't encourage people or, you know, doesn't encourage its citizens as a whole, like, not just individually, but as a unit to like, um, there's a, there's one behind the couch. There's one behind the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just pull it back, then you can just plug it. Yeah, just pull the couch back. What was I saying? Mental health and talking about your mental state. Right. If we could get the government as a whole, if we could get the government to convince the country as a whole and not just individuals that it's okay to talk to each other about your mental state and not just to send someone away to another person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when the therapists, they all they all work for the for the pharmaceutical company. They're, you know, and I mean, perhaps sometimes what a person needs isn't always a pill. Maybe what a person needs is someone to just sit out and talk to and work things out with. I would say a majority of the time. In this people are so sensitive now and everybody needs a safe space and you know everybody's purity of of sanctity can't be violated by somebody else's fucked up nature. You know here, take this pill and it'll make you less fucked up, then I can talk to you. Yeah, and then in here but don't come in here if you're drunk or if you're stoned or if you need to smoke a cigarette to 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 get to a place where you can get everything out no don't come to me then come to me only if you're sober or if you're on the drugs that I give you of course and i think that that's just i think that that's that, that's that's it's crazy it's not good. I really respect some of these doctors who are taking a, a new method. Not really a new method, but like, you know, just a just a just a fuck the federal drug administration approach uh when it comes to dealing with depression in Oakland where they they're giving people uh shrooms to deal with <laughs> depression. And I'm serious. I'm, when I get a car, man, I'm I'm so gonna take a little road trip and be like, hell, hey, hey, doc, I need to take a trip away from my depression for the next twelve months. I need to get some work done. 
Why don't you give me a little bit of that sweet fungal bacteria? Shit, just grow some yourself, man. Man, I don't trust myself. I grow through some. I grow some shit so powerful, have me transcended. No, Quinny being done shit on it. Something that doesn't happen. Oh no, that shit been done come out mutated. You should get those red ones. Language. <laughs> what is he speaking? I don't know what he's speaking. He said he's from Zeta Alpha Zeta Third Prime 27 trillion. All right, give me a minute, 30 seconds. Continue to talk. Yeah, I'll just talk about this social that we seem to be. Are you still recording? Yeah, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, so we're just uh, amidst chaos. With this whole pandemic situation, and it's weird, but there's a lot of other things going on in the world that are not are less than perfect. Social life, social life. Uh, I guess I speak myself right now. Uh, but I gotta say, I I try to get out something, and being a person who is still developing hobbies, habits, just general interests. Uh, I find that the best thing to do is just kind of get on my bike and just start riding. But interesting that I found is I always end up at a shopping center. Hmm. Almost almost 100% of the time. And I'll stop at the store and I'm just like fighting the urge to buy things. And they're not even things that I really want. They're not things that I need. They're just, it's just random fucking things. And I just feel the, that that is a pastime activity. I wonder if that is the same for other people who might like to shop. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, like, I mean, I can't. Because, you know, I work at a shopping center. I work at a fucking mall. You know, there's, like, tons of shit over there. I can't go into a store anymore and just, like, you know, shop around and look at cool shit. Because they're all closed. The only fucking thing that's open is a Ralph's. That's oh. it. So now I'm left to, like, going online to fucking Amazon. And it's like, I get the point of of, of uh, practicing social distancing. 
but at the same time, it's encouraging antisocial behavior. And at the end of this, how long is this going on? You say till April 20th, but the truth of the matter is we don't know the real rate of infection. We don't know how many people are infected. And we don't know what the fuck's going to happen when we let everybody back into the public again. This virus could bloom and explode and infect the entire population of the world for all we know. Well, I'm concerned I'll... about that. I'm more concerned about the economic part. I'm already not making enough money as it is. You're only talking about giving me $1,200 for one month. What about the other 12 Yeah, a one-time check. Now, $1,200, I can personally, I can make $1,200 last a really long time. Uh, Good hell, I'm going to blow $1,200. Yeah. No, but at the same time, $1,200 is not that much, especially as a one-time payment. Um, we're waiting three weeks to get it. Uh, so even if by the time that check arrives, they've now s- signed another relief package to send us another $1,200. Uh, actually, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I can, I can definitely see, though, that for a lot of people, it's nothing it's just gonna go immediately i mean without the the rent rent being put on hold and all that other stuff but yeah i mean what's what's gonna happen after that because is it possible to contain this virus this virus it no, it's not possible to contain this virus. I'm going to tell you something. The people yeah. in the Netherlands have a brilliant idea, okay? The people in the Netherlands said, fuck this. We're going to do quarantine for like, uh, I think it was like three weeks or whatever, or a month worth of quarantine. And they said, by the time the quarantine's over, we're going to start taking people. We're going to take 50%. We're going to just start, you know, out of little, prop, little towns and whatever. 50% of those who are infected and 50% of those who are not infected. And we're going to integrate them. And what we're going to create is a resistance to this virus until we can find a cure. So that way the people who are not infected run the risk of gaining a, of getting reinfected, a lower risk of, gain, of getting reinfected. I said, that's a brilliant idea. Why don't we do this? And I think that's, what the, that's the direction that the U.S. is going. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's a brilliant idea. That's, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. If if we don't do something, it's a. Uh, it's just like if handing out twelve hundred dollar checks. Like seriously, if nobody's making money. How are they collecting taxes? Yeah, it's a crisis on many levels. And the disease...
it's a it's a nightmare. But but okay. Maybe uh the same the banks could like we're we're already in a tremendous amount of debt right yeah um I have no idea, but if there's one, if even just one country doesn't, like, let's say most of the world contains the virus and everybody who has it recovers and there's no more virus, even if one country isn't there yet. Be at one country to kill their share of the virus because if we open up back up to that part of the world, then it's just going to be the whole thing over again. And like this virus is mutating, it's changing its behaviors even as we speak. This is a brand new virus, and it like if we don't kill it. All of it, all of those little fucking things. That means everybody who has it no longer has it. I mean, it, 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 so much coordination and thorough discipline is required to even do such a thing. Like, if it's just one or two people, but, you know, you just put them in quarantine before it gets out of hand, but, like, it's out of hand. Like, we already have the disease. Like, by the time it, we're like, oh, they're talking about, like, oh, okay, Mardi Gras in New Orleans. You know, they probably all got it then. I'm thinking about like, hmm, where was I during Mardi Gras? And I was like, damn, that was dude, no a while ago. You know something? I was thinking about I was thinking about some shit the other day, about a week ago. And I was thinking to myself, as much as I as my next door neighbor, you know my buddy Raven, right? Yeah. The the Chinese kid. Now, he said that he recently came back from China a month before and that he had been really sick. Strangely enough, after that, I got really sick in the month of like January, like early January coming back from Northern California. And I was like, I was really sick. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, the possibility of the coronavirus, you know, having been spread possibly earlier than the predicted December projected time time period is a very likely possibility. 
One thing to remember is that the the disease is highly contagious. But considering how much little in, how little information is being released by the Chinese about the outbreak and about patient zero. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but either way, we all got it. Everybody is one way or another going to experience this virus. Well, it's not airborne, though. It is airborne. If somebody coughs, it like somebody coughs on you. But it doesn't like float around for hella hours. It just kind of goes down. So I guess that's not really airborne. Like technically it's airborne, but it's not like it's not like we're in the fucking gas chamber of COVID nineteen. But it's not like the common cold where like if you sneeze, you're gonna get it. But it's also mutating too. So Like, is it possible for a virus to become airborne? These things have fucking minds of their own. I agree with you. I haven't haven't really disagreed with you during this entire broadcast. So, um, I don't know. I have a theory... And I know that professionals are going to completely disagree with me, but once again, it's a theory. Okay? And my theory is this. Even on the most, like, microscopic quantum level, you know what I'm saying? Things are connected, man. And things have a way of communicating and even to a point of trans transmitting, you know, messages and signals through time and space faster than the speed of light. Why is it so far to believe that this single cell, and maybe it's not even a single cell, but maybe this like, you know, strand of proteins and and fat lipids or whatever a virus is, um, doesn't isn't able to communicate with the, with its environment if it's in if it's if its program is to consume and reproduce well it has to find a way to what is food and where do i go to reproduce Th- these are basic functions it has to have a form of awareness why is it so far to believe that a virus can mute, can learn something yeah. If you can reprogram, that's what they say. We reprogram the virus to do something else, to do more than what it was intended. Well, if you can program something to do more than what it was intended, clearly it already has the ability to do on its own more than what you think it is capable of. 
possibly not to be underestimated. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just you know a conspiracy theorist. Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. Well, if it's man-made, then maybe that would make it easier to manipulate. I now now we're disagreeing. Actually, I take that back. No, now we're agreeing even more. Because I was listening to a, to a CDC expert on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he says, this thing is natural. This is from, this is, this is Earth. Because if it was man-made, we would have been able to stop it. The way it moves, it, 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 we couldn't think of anything like this. And I believe it. I honestly believe it. The reason why I believe it is because they haven't come up with a cure for the flu. Well, if it is natural, then why why is it suddenly attacking us? Like doesn't that mean like if it if it is on bats, the same virus, then if there's a bat that has that virus well not all bats not all bats are the same species and not all same not all the same not all the bats have the same viruses okay well what if that dog what if like my dog catches the virus and it's the same strand of virus is the virus that is in my dog going to recognize that infect me and just is it just like a choice like the virus is just like okay one attack the human now or is it just like oops somebody ate a sick bat and the virus doesn't know like what it's doing it's just cause Okay, so it infects that human, but <coughs> well, how come it didn't do that before? Like, if that virus is on animals, then that virus, and we touch the animals, then that virus is going to be places. How did the virus <coughs> be like? Okay. Oh, okay, we're gonna attack humans now. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. Here's how the the CDC expert explained it. The way that he's the way that he explained it was because he had gone to Wuhan before the outbreak, and he said, "When I went to these wet markets, the way the way that it was very unsanitary, and so the unsanitary nature and the setup of these markets led to." It started in bats, and because the bats were next to the, what they call pangolanes, pang, whatever the fuck it is, they look like little hedgehogs, okay? Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, but they're like, I think they're like closer to um, anteaters or armadillos or whatever. Uh, but 
long story short, the the SARS virus jumped from the bats in this market to the pangolins, which I guess were next to each other or one on top of the other, whatever. The virus through saliva or a bite or blood or however jumped between the bats and then however the humans ate the pangolines or whatever they ate it or the blood got mixed however it happened that's how the virus got started to patient zero okay so if the animal if this virus if this virus is prevalent in the animal kingdom <clears throat> usually and we eat those animals from the animal kingdom all the time and this never happens what fa- well no that's the no but that was the thing that's why SARS got started because they were eating bats that's why bats were made illegal to eat but they were eating they're doing it anyway this is the problem. People are doing shit against the law. So. This is a bat virus specifically? Is this a bat virus? Uh, uh, well, I get... Yes, yes, you could say that it is a it is a mutation. COVID-19 is a mutation of SARS. It's SARS-2 with which we also don't have a cure for. Yeah. Uh... <sighs> Can you cure a virus? Of course. (laughs) Is there... Like, what virus... Oh, you're asking me what virus can be cured? Which viruses have we cured? (coughs) (coughs) Give me a second. Let me look that up. Cover your cough. My man. Um, viruses like yellow fever, measles, mumps, rubella, whatever the hell that is, and the bacterial disease disease typhoid. 
somebody told me that we had we never we things like this we only first it's like it's like putting it's like the space exploration thing it's like the putting the man on the moon thing like we only do it when we have to like right now we only scramble for a cure during the crisis but as soon as the crisis goes away we're just like oh, okay we, we don't have a reason to to cure that disease anymore and then we just forget and we just don't do it anymore you know and and now we're back in a state of crisis and we're like oh we need a cure you know somebody find a vaccine or something it's weird that how, how what motivates us to to do things like that i agree i completely agree mm-hmm. because i mean i'll give a i'll give an example of my own of myself personally where you know very little motivation to get up and do a podcast. Now all of a sudden I'm quarantined. I can barely go to work. I'm busted down to two days a week and I got to find something to do with myself. Now here I am posting two hour long podcast about, you know, conversations about whatever the fuck we're talking about. I know. I know we ventured off into... It's just everything. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. Um, earlier today, when I was on the phone with Brandis trying to get him to do a podcast, uh, I think we're probably going to do one tomorrow. So I'll see if you if you if you want to join um, the show. Uh, we were talking about like we were getting ready to have an argument about blunts <laughs> versus bongs. Mm-hmm. So I think, I, and so I want to get your opinion on this one. Mm-hmm. I can also have it on record. All right. What's your opinion, blunts or bongs? Hmm. I do like me a blunt. <laughs> Uh, I would say that if you're with your friends, a blunt. But if you're smoking by yourself, a bong. Have you ever hmm. had a, had a, uh, either a joint or a blunt going into a bowl that's in a bong? Cherry bomb. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Just as much as okay, look, so I'm about to I'm about to anger some people in this house right now. I don't give a shit. It's my podcast. I say whatever the fuck I want to say. Now I do not personally like to smoke blunts. Even if I'm in a group of people. Okay, maybe if I'm in a group of people, it's gotta be at least three people or more. But between two people, 
I'm personally not too big on blunts because it's just too much smoke. And, you know, motherfuckers, we like to get to talking and shit. And then all of a sudden, the blunt be burning. It's the weed burning. The weed is burning. Now, at this time, if you're sharing a bong, you and this other person, you know, the, the weed will go out. You got tons of weed left. The blunt's not burning because of the paper. There's no paper to be burned. It's just the weed and the bong. Word. Yep. But, you know, this is just me being, you know. Yeah. Bitch. It's not like I could take a bong to work, so I take my little saxophone pipe. I know I hear what you're saying, dude. I know what you're saying. I agree. Bongs and and pipes are more efficient. Yeah, I can see that too. Definitely, especially with pipes, dude. Uh, well, yeah, I've... I, I do agree with your point that bongs waste less weed. Um, I mean, unless you're rolling a fat, tight-ass blunt, I mean, like one of those Cuban cigar-type blunts that that never go out, but never fucking finish smoking. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? What if you put the tobacco in <laughs> weed? Put the tobacco in the weed? Yeah, just mix it all together. Put, like, the half tobacco like sandwich tobacco <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when I do that personally, I I always end up putting too much tobacco than weed. So then it's more tobacco it's more cigarette than it is weed. I'm like, uh, tobacco can be harsh coming out of a bong. Oh, you talked about putting that shit in a bong. I thought you were talking about wrapping that shit up. Oh, like a blunt split. Yeah, like a joint or some shit. Ooh, a blunt spliff. I haven't had a blunt spliff in a minute. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, oh, man. I like <laughs> I like blunts. Other reason that I like blunts is that they are way better for smoke tricks. If you do have a bunch of herb and you're you're not really concerned about every every little gram. You roll yourself up right. a fat blunt on a nice warm day, you know, you're out on the out in the car, you know, in kind yeah. of warm weather or even hot weather if you if you can stand it and you're hitting the blunt in your car, your hot box, and you're just doing these smoke tricks and the milky smoke from the blunt, you don't get that from anywhere else. It's just the tobacco. And the weed, because tobacco smoke 
it doesn't stick together the same way that weed smoke does. But when you mix it together, it's just this thick, milky smoke that just holds its form and and it just kind of it's just in the on the in the warm warm weather it just stays there right in front of you man okay so i just got this information this new piece of information um donald trump is extending the social distancing guidelines till the 30th of April. So that's another 10 days of quarantine for the country. Wow. Yeah. Talk about fucked. So much for 420. <laughs> Because there's no one at the power station to regulate the power because everybody's supposed to sleep everybody's at the hospital. I'm going to cut this light, bro. Are you done with it? All right, I'm back. All right. All right, let's finish. Well, I don't know. I don't know how long. I mean, like we could just keep going, man. We we could just for hours, dude. Um, yeah, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So another what? Yeah, another ten days of quarantine. For social distancing, you know, my my mother and grandmother were telling me the other either today or the other day that uh, Donald Trump's going to keep this going until the election, and then just before the election, they're going to let everybody out to go vote. And it's going to be like coronavirus is over. <laughs> But if the coronavirus isn't over, then, man. Man, I don't know. I don't know, bro. All right, man. One full hour. One full on hour. Yeah, dude. Well, I'll say that one full hour... Let's uh, let's go with what we got, and tomorrow we'll just hit the same subject. But don't forget that we also got the other fifty minutes that we did. Right. So basically, two hours. Yeah. An hour and fifty minutes worth of shit. That's good. And we did a couple other recordings. Maybe we can. You know, 
fill in the last 20, 10 minutes with that or just trim what we got down to like less time or an hour and a half. Who gives a shit? If Joe Rogan can post a four-hour podcast straight, what the fuck are we doing? That's it's a good something to go for. I mean, we could be synonymous for we could just be synonymous for long-ass podcasts on a regular basis. Hmm. Just talking about shit. That's a really good idea. Because he ain't got nothing else better to do. He's really a dog. I mean, you know, the world has literally just fucking stopped. <laughs> yeah. In like, like <laughs> one week. <laughs> Dude, I did I tell you I think I told you. I think I put this on the last podcast. We were in Rouse. I was in Rouse. And these people, I'm sorry, but they were white. They were white people. They lost their fucking mind. They were going crazy. They looked constipated. They were terrified. There was no water on the shelves. They were going crazy. Hey, you know what, though? In a fucking, in a bad, not even the worst case scenario, but a bad scenario. What? I couldn't help but to laugh. I posted that shit on Snapchat. I said, white people have lost their minds. They've gone crazy. Well, you run out of water. That's that's worse than running out of food. That's like a more desperate situation. You know, you can go, you can go for a while without food and it's called tap, bro. It's called what? It's oh, called yeah. tap. Well, some people don't have tap. Yo, everybody's got tap. This is Los Angeles. This is California. Everybody got tap water. You can find some tap water in California. Yeah. Well... I mean, around here, at least, you go to the parks, uh, the water fountains, they all have garbage bags taped over them. They don't want people drinking out of the water fountains, so it makes finding water a bit hard to do. So, I'm just saying, dude. (coughs) In a bad case scenario, not a worst case scenario, people are going to be robbing each other for water before they're robbing each other for food. I agree. People are going to be fucking going up in the mountains and shit. People are going to be fucking doing something. Dude, I'm looking to get myself a fucking pickup truck, man. And just just get a pickup truck and a tent. Like a big-ass 12-person tent. And go camp out in the fucking woods by myself. 
That's a good idea, dude. I just stay away from people. Yeah. You'll be like, what are you doing out here? What is this black man doing out here in the woods? I'm practicing self-isolation. Fuck off. Yeah. You you don't, I mean, with survival skills, you don't even need those two things to do that. You can just walk, Dig a fucking walk hole. out to the woods, you know? Dude, I've got basic survival skills. All I need is a shovel and a knife. Huh, yeah. Dude, I got this cast iron skillet. I can't wait for the day that I use it outdoors over a fire that I build myself. Well, honestly, okay. So I had this I had this skillet, right? And I used it at the beach a couple of times. And one of the best times that I cooked the steak. One of the best times I cooked oh, the steak. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, I was at the beach. And... Dude, that's why you got to come back down here, man. You got to come back down here. We got to go back to Dockwild. Oh, dude, I'm with it. Dude, after I get this pickup truck, man, we're going to go down to Dockwild. Just going to load it up with just... We're just gonna load the whole bed of the truck up with wood and fire just just gasoline and wood. And we're gonna have a big ass bonfire. We're gonna be roasting steaks. We buy like thirty steaks. Whoever wants a steak first come first serve. That sounds so lit. And we're gonna be running the podcast at the same time. Yes. We're gonna have a live feed, a live video feed of our Bro, I'm, we're on it, yo. We're on it. I'm just gonna go over to this fucking this fucking herd of cows over here, dude. I'm just gonna fucking rope one up, dude. <laughs> Put that bitch in the back of the truck. <laughs> you gonna put it in your RV? <laughs> Take it down to L.A. <laughs> it's beat. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see you getting pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> Just some bowling asshole walking up to your window. Looking like a giant dick. <laughs> Just walking up to your window. The hell are you doing with this on top of me? <laughs> and the next thing you hear. <laughs> yeah. Christ, it's still alive! Nah. I would just have it, like, standing. There's, like, a single aisle. In- <laughs> and the cow would just be standing there. And they wouldn't... F- they wouldn't see it at first. And they wouldn't know what's going on. 
and they would fucking be like, searching my vehicle. Is there anything I need to know about in your, in the fucking, in the, in your, in your RV? Be oh, like, God. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> fucking open up the door and there'd be a fucking cow sitting there. They'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? They'd pull out their guns and shit. I'd be like, why the fuck didn't you tell me there was a cow in the fucking car? <laughs> and the cow would just be like, ooh. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Jesus, dude, no, I've seen, I've when I've seen the shit, I gotta send you a picture. Which they have these, they have these like Hindi highway patrol officers with the turbans. Could you imagine getting pulled over by one of those? Why the fuck do you have a cow in the car? What do you got under that thing? <laughs> what do you got under that thing on your head? <laughs> It is my hair. Please do not be racist. Okay, why do you have a cow inside of your RV? Ramakrishna <laughs> uh, will not be happy about this at all. She will six slap you comically with her bitch ass arms. It's um. What's that? Hall? What's that? The Seven Eleven app. You have this Eleven yeah. app. Yeah, I do. Actually, I have the Seven Eleven app. <laughs> do, do you get the push notifications? It's oh, free for yeah. you. They could buy the one dollar fucking sodas. Oh no, they got the free pizza thing. Free for you to get a pizza delivery. Five dollar pizza. Five dollar pizza. Get a whole pizza. I'm like, I'm not gonna eat that nasty ass thing by myself. Every time you know I what, dude? Pizza. Go and buy that fucking pizza and leave it on your kitchen table overnight, and and check it in the morning, dude. Cause you know what, bro? I did that once, and fucking maggots. Just in the pizza. Usually, you go to like, uh, like a pizza place, get a pizza, like a cheese pizza, a pepperoni pizza, and you leave it out overnight. Shit, you can leave that thing out for two nights. No fucking maggots on it. Not in. Yeah, not in my experience. There have not been fucking maggots. Well, dude, I you used to make fucking delicious ass pizza, man. So I would know that you don't see fucking maggots on pizza. I know. I've left your pizza sitting out for three days at a time and eaten it. I I know that there's no fucking maggots on that. 
That's what I'm saying, dude. Usually that is not the case. So... But then again, you've got to understand also how many flies, how long is that pizza sitting out and how many flies get into that shit? How many flies get into that Yeah. And it's also true that that was the one and only time that I bought pizza from 7-Eleven and left it on the kitchen table overnight. So maybe it was just an isolated thing, you know? That one time, that one store had a fly problem. But, like, usually, I mean, flies happen, you know? Flies happen, but it's not fresh. It's not fresh pizza. You know, you go to Bronco Billy's and you order a pizza uh, they make it for you. You know, you go to 7-Eleven, that pizza's been made, and you don't know for how long. It's just a whole different process. They don't, and it's not a pizza parlor, so that means it's delivered on a truck. Uh, from somewhere. And then they heat it up. No, what, Bronco Billings? They, oh, yeah. It's, it's not fresh at all. Bronco Billies, they, they put... They, it is fresh. You know, they have the canned, canned, canned olives, canned some stuff, fresh bell peppers, fresh onion, onions... Uh, and freshly made dough that's made from like pantry items which stay fresh. My biggest complaint that happened with Bronco Billies over the years is that they got too greasy. They didn't, they just got greasier and greasier and greasier and then eventually, you know, it was like <laughs> soaking with grease. Wow. I'm trying to imagine too much grease. I love grease, honestly, bro. Especially if I'm hungover, which I hope to God I'm never hungover again. I hope so as well. But, man. So Lisa, it, it, it is kind of gross. <clears throat> uh, but, Sometimes it's the good kind of gross. So, like, it's gross, but it's also satisfying. It's like good. It's good. I don't know, man. It depends. If you're hungover, dude, you're just. Everything's gross already anyway. You know, it's, I feel like eating oil kind of soothes my digestion.
That's just because you like fast food. That's not true. You like eating greasy food. I like what? You like eating greasy food. Oh, there's no denying that. But fast food is not one of my favorites. I, right now, I like to cook at home. And recently, what I've taken a liking to is rice. Like, I'll make a pot of rice. I'll fry the rice. Mm -hmm. Make fried rice in oil. That's, like, my go-to thing. Uh, I mean, pizza. Pizza is pizza, and I would never eat it every day. Uh, But I'll enjoy myself a slice every once in a while. But... Like, it's good, but it's kind of a treat. It's not really, like, a taking care of yourself type of food. More of, like, a reward type of food. But I like to fry up rice, honestly. Or I'll make a pot, and then I'll fry that and make fried noodles. Just, like, fried foods in my fucking cast iron skillet. Fucking oil. Shit. Put some salt on there. Hmm. And then oatmeal. Oatmeal. And tofu. tea green tea i enjoy, well because you know i love star trek and so one day at work i came across while we're talking about tea i came across earl gray mm-hmm. some really good <laughs> yeah. yeah that is some really good shit it's famous Green tea. Green tea. Yeah. Loose leaf tea. Earl Grey tea. Did you? It was it in the bag. Yeah. Zip the tea bag. Because I've been messing with this um, loose leaf tea. Green tea. And it mm-hmm. smacks super hard. Yeah. But I bet you they have a uh, loose leaf Earl Grey. You go to like a tea shop, dude. They, you can get into tea. You know, you, like Lipton is like introduction to tea. Honestly, dude, you get like you could really get into tea. Mm. And it's good for you too. I agree and that. I learned that there's other things that you can do with the tea leaves after you made mm. your tea. Uh they have cleansing properties, uh deodorizing properties. 
They're good for your garden. Shit like that. Yep. Just learning how to cook, dude. Looking for, like, ways to to just do different stuff. I've been really interested in oil lately. Mm-hmm. Putting a little bit of oil, like, in a pot. And then putting some, like, mm-hmm. chili flakes in there. And making the spicy oil. Or, like, garlic. You can do crazy shit with oil, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, between you and me, I'm not a big fan of just straight up butter. But when you add seasonings to butter, like you know me, I love me a good old steak. I love to just just fry up a steak with some good old butter, with some onions and some garlic. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I mean, I haven't figured out, I haven't been able to perfect the method of cooking with oil just yet with, with, with my steak. You get it right that first time, dude. It's like a whole different thing. I mean, well, that's not true. I cook with extra virgin uh, olive oil when I use steaks and butter. Lots and lots of butter. You want to use um, an oil. You don't really want to use olive oil to fry things. Olive oil is more of like a... Olive oil is more of like a... Like a salad type of oil. Because the problem is... That once it starts to smoke... It'll be uh it's it's not healthy. So you wanna use like a different type um like an oil with a higher smoke point or clarified butter. Otherwise it starts <laughs> that recently did you know about that <laughs>